I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. Hey guys, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions like how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into the apps all the people like to listen to? And how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to every one of these questions is really simple. It's called Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and extremely easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I've been using Anchor now for, oh, almost a year, and I really enjoy it. It's a lot easier than any of the other podcast apps I've ever tried. And again, it's free, guys. It really is free. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, So if you want to get started on a podcast and making money doing it, then go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start. Anchor, the best way to podcast. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, we are joined by Victor Rojas, the president of the Frisco Rough Riders. Victor, how are you this afternoon? I'm doing all right, guys. How are you doing? Doing well. Bueno. <laughs> all right, well, let's start off with the big thing. How's it been so far having a pretty much full stadium at times this year in Frisco for the 2021 season after, you know, no minor league baseball in 2020? It's been uh, it's been nice to see, you know, uh, we, we were just coming off a, an amazing weekend where the crowds were getting bigger and bigger each day passing and uh, you know, all things considered. And the last time we spoke, we were kind of in that mode of, we don't know what's going to go on, right? We have no idea uh, who's going to show up, what the protocols are going to be. And um, hopefully we don't upset anybody, but we were just thankful to have baseball. But I think as uh, we get further and further away from opening day and people start settling into their routines, especially for the summertime, uh, it, it's good to see everyone starting to come out here and, and actually not only just watch baseball and, you know, the typical minor league thing that it's, there's a lot of fun happening here, but you've got a pretty competitive team here in the Rough Riders this year. Speaking of which, the last time we talked, we didn't know who was going to be playing for Frisco this year, but now they're off to the hottest, hottest start in the Rangers organization. So talk about a little bit about the talent you've seen so far in Frisco this year. It's been fun to watch, to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, uh, the guys that they've uh, been able to run out there on the offensive side, uh, surprisingly, put up some big numbers. Uh, Josh Young is supposed to join the ball club uh, beginning tonight in Corpus Christi. I believe it's tonight beginning in Corpus Christi, but he'll be back here with the Rough Riders, I assume, next week uh, when they return home after this uh, little seven-game road trip. Uh, And the pitching has been fun to watch. Uh, Just from Jake Latz the other day, even though the other day a little bit bit off uh, early on, but some of these guys that are coming out throwing strikes and, uh, you know, really minimizing – 
uh, any, any type of damage, uh, just going throwing strikes early and finishing off hitters and working deeper into games. It's nice to see. And, um, you know, it gives Ranger fans uh, some hope, but overall for us here, it's been a long time to the Rough Riders. You know, you, you never know, right? We're still just in June. So it's still early. Uh, but, uh, it's fun to, to see that this team is right now in first place and, and, uh, having a shot at playing some good baseball as, uh, as the season progresses. I agree. And since you mentioned him, I know Josh Young is supposed to join you guys this week or, or you know, come to Frisco. What do you expect to see from him? And is it going to be a rehab stint or do you think he's going to be a rough rider for a little while? You know, that's always a tough call because you just never know how an organization views the, the rehab uh, assignments and, how many at bats he needs to have before he goes on to uh, to Round Rock and or up to Arlington, maybe it, uh, with September call ups uh, or, or in the expansion of the of the roster. But you know, I think that's kind of putting the cart ahead of the horse. I think Josh has got to prove that he's one hundred percent healthy and ready to go. It'd be nice to see him in uh, true game action. Even though uh, you know, when you're in Arizona, you, you're seeing some game action, but it's different when you're finally with a ball club and assigned and putting the uni on and, and kind of getting the adrenaline going. So. I'm looking forward to seeing him play. I've, I've seen a lot of video of him. Uh, we've had a chance to, to kind of communicate last year uh, while, uh, you know, with, with our apparel business, um, you know, he kind of stumbled across uh, our, our stuff and bought some. And so we've had some great communication before this. It's, it's ironic that I'm now with the Rough Rider and he's going to be joining the ball club. So I'm looking forward to being, getting a chance to, to talk to him and, uh, and actually meet him in person. Right on. And, uh, how do you believe, or excuse me, how do you think Jared Goddard, Jared Goddard is doing as your manager so far, a young manager, uh, but obviously they're having a lot of success. So uh, how do you think he's doing? I think he's doing a great job to be perfectly honest with you. He's a very easy going guy, kind of a even keel personality seems to be managing the ball club just right. And it, you know, that's half the battle is being able to manage all the different types of personalities that you have. And um, especially uh here in the minor leagues, the, uh, the, the, the fluctuating roster that, uh, you know, sometimes there's guys coming in, sometimes leaving and injuries and the like. And so you have to kind of be uh, very fluid uh, as a manager and, and making sure that everybody gets their work in that, uh, and, 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 and in the fashion that the organization wants you to do it. So I think he's been, uh, he's been awesome. He's been great to work with and deal with, uh, very amenable to all the, the things that we've asked of him, uh, you know, from signing baseballs for our ceremonial first pitch, you know, cause you know, with the protocols in place, you know, they don't want the, the catcher, you know, if one of our guys is catching the ball to hand it back to the, to the guests who's throwing out the ceremonial first pitch. So we had Jared sign a dozen baseballs. So we'll give that to the guests instead. Um, so just stuff like that. And I, and I think that's the, that's the beauty of, you know, of, of kind of working on the fly and having to do things and kind of make things up as we go. And fortunately for us, everybody in that rough rider clubhouse has been, uh, has been great to work with and have, and just at, have done everything that we've asked of them. Yeah. And, you know, I think the, one of the best things I did this year, I bought a subscription to MILB TV and I've been watching you guys. And I'll tell you what, it is a lot of fun to watch Frisco and Zach's doing a great job on the broadcast as well. Yeah. Zach is, uh, he's a big league broadcaster in training, man. He's got great pipes. He's got great timing. Uh, it's fun to talk with him uh, periodically is about his broadcast and, you know, give him my uh, two and a half cents worth, whatever that's worth. Uh, and, you know, having done it, uh, having come up as a radio guy, we you know with working with Eric Nadell and, and then moving on to the TV side, I feel like I have, uh, you know, some experience that I could share with him and, um, you know, having learned really from Eric as much as I did, 
um, that's really what I, the information I try to impart on, on Zach. And, um, he's a sponge. He wants to learn, he wants to get better. And, um, you know, he's, he's got the makings of a really, really bright future for himself as a, as a broadcaster. And it's not like he doesn't have somebody to fall back on in the building if he needs some advice, right? Yeah, advice and or fill in. But I told him, please make sure I don't have to fill in. That's all I did. <laughs> you know, if you're going to take time off, make sure you do it when the team's on the road. <laughs> being a being a former pitcher myself, you know, I'm like the Uncle Rico of, of pitching. I could have gone pro. <laughs> no, I, I, I love the, the pitching aspect of baseball. And I love that uh, base, that pitching is better now. And now it's obviously under, under watch as we speak, but that's a, that's a, that's a, a subject for another day, but uh, we're seeing a lot of, uh, of excellent pitching from Colwyn and Jake Latz. So can you talk about what they have been doing and how good they've looked? Cause their numbers are identical. Yeah, no, like I said, uh, kind of alluded to it. The, the fact that, especially in today's game, um, it, you know, it's really, it seems like you get a lot of guys that are just max effort on the mound, trying to throw the ball as hard as possible through catchers and the like. And, and while both guys have pretty good velo, uh, their command has been really, really good. That's been the fun part for me to watch is that, uh, the way they've commanded the strike zone and, and finished off hitters with their, you know, excellent breaking balls as well. And so, um, we've been treated to some very good pitching. Hopefully, you know, we get a chance to, to keep them around for a little while. Uh, you know, we'll see when you're, when you're putting up numbers, the way they have, uh, the odds are you're going to get called up at some point, uh, at least up to, you know, one, one rung on the ladder and, uh, maybe to round rock, but, uh, you know, the future is bright for those two kids. Uh, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that, uh, I'm having been a pitcher myself, uh, when I signed, um, I, I kind of, I'm a little bit partial to those guys. And especially when they start attacking the strong, uh, the strike zone. Uh, I like the way Hans Kraus uh, looks. I like his arm. I like his funky delivery. He's, he, he could be a little erratic at times. And I think that's, that's really to his detriment. And uh, if he can corral that though, um, I think he'd be a very effective starter in the big leagues as well. And I want to follow up here with the Jake Latz. Uh, most impressive pitching I saw him do was actually the other day uh, when he got a little wild there in that fourth inning and the bases were loaded with one out and he managed to limit the damage and actually the last out of that inning with the bases loaded was Bobby Witt Jr. So I was incredibly impressed that he was able to limit limit the damage, not try to do too much and able to, to corral himself when he got a little wild. Kind of talk about, uh, it seems like he has a, a calm demeanor and, and a sense of maturity when it comes to, to approach on the mound. Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing is being able to just kind of chill and, and, you know, not let the, uh, the situation overwhelm you. And, uh, you know, I was talking about Bobby Wood Jr. And that's a, uh, in today's minor leagues, he's a guy that can, you know, potentially overwhelm you if you, if you let it. And, um, it's nice to see. And I think when you're, when you're evaluating, um, players in, in this case, pitchers, you know, it's, it's easy to look at radar guns and, look at track man information as far as spin rates and, and the like, but sometimes, you know, the, the things that you can't quantify via numbers or, or moxie and uh, you know, their demeanor on the mound. And uh, those, those are things that you have to kind of see with your eyes and, you know, is, is the game speeding up on him? Uh, is, is, is his delivery out of funk because he's trying to do too much or overthrow. 
And uh, I, I think that's what's really been attractive for me. The, the few times that I get a chance to sit there and just chant, you know, chill out and, and, and watch the games. Um, you know, you don't sit there and roll your eyes like, oh, here we go. You know, it's going to be a, a 25 pitch inning. Yeah, those are going to happen. Right. The, that's just that's just bound to happen. This long. the um, law of averages. But I think, uh, you know, we've been treated through the first month plus of the season to to guys that, uh, you know, don't let it snowball on them uh, are able to nip it in the bud. And if they do give up a couple of runs, they settle right there and let the offense try to get them back into a game. And um, that's just a good recipe, man, especially in the minor leagues when. Uh, you just never know how long you're going to be in a game because you know, there's going to be some limitations based on the, the development schedule that you're on. Yeah, and you mentioned the offense. On the offensive side, guys like Steel Walker and Bubba Thompson have been doing really great. And watching on TV or watching on the app, it seems like um, you have a really close-knit team together there in Frisco. Have you noticed that these guys seem to get along really well? And uh, do you think that's helping them? Yeah, no, no, for sure. These guys uh, – they all like hanging together. They like talking. The bullpen's been great. The bullpen's that's that's one of the most fun bullpens uh, I've seen in a long time. Where guys they're engaged uh, the entire game. Guy gets an extra base hit. They're all standing up trying to get the attention of the base runner at second base to to salute them and thank them. And um, I, I think that's that to me is a testament to the type of group um, that these guys. Uh, uh, currently have and and really the the tightness that they have in that clubhouse and the job really ultimately that the uh, Jared and the coaching staff are doing to to kind of get those guys on the same page and, and all playing together. Yes, sir. And speaking of that bullpen, you had a very good performance from so far this year out of the bullpen, specifically from a guy named Joe Gatto, not Joey Gatto and not Joe Gallo. It's Joe Gatto. Uh, and Cole Yubala have had outstanding seasons thus far out of the bullpen. So can I kind of talk about how fun it is to watch those guys come out and really just shorten the game uh, for the Frisco Rough Riders and, and really just shut teams down completely? I wouldn't want to face those two back-to-back. Yeah, no, you got some big boys coming out of there with big arms, and, and, and it's fun to watch those guys come in there and really just shut things down. I mean, there's been the occasional hiccup here or there from a from a bullpen side, but for the most part, the passing of the baton has been rather seamless, and uh, that's what you want to see from these guys. Uh, they work fairly quickly and throwing strikes, and, um, and I think when you are um, – in that mode of uh, trying to win some games and, and, and do the best that you can to try to not only impress uh, the player development side of things, but to, you know, they kind of keep, keep up with what the, the next guy is doing. I think that's the, the biggest key to everything is, is try to do that. And I, and for the most part they have. And, um, yeah, you know, I think fans know that, uh, you know, it's different, right. For us fans here in the minor leagues, for you guys, it's a little bit different, right. Because you are, you, you are vested in uh, what's happening to these players uh, right now and what will eventually happen to them in the future. You know, for us fans as, you know, as a baseball guy, I'm, I'm thrilled for these guys. I want them to get out of here as soon as possible because that means that they're getting the job done and they're moving on to the next level. And so uh, the basic fan is just here more for the, the atmosphere and the entertainment and the fun. Uh, and Oh, by the way, there happens to be baseball. So I don't know that they appreciate it as much. Uh, I don't think it's, it's sexy for them uh, as it would be if say for a major league team, obviously, uh, but it's good to see that you are, uh, you know, as a father of a 15 year old son who plays baseball, I could bring him here and just, and, and showcase, you know, this is, this is how you, this is how you get things done. 
look at Wenzel's approach at the plate. Look at uh, Cole Wynn, what he's doing on the mound, especially when you've got a lefty. You know, if, if Jake Latz is on the bump, uh, you know, this is what you're looking at for pickoff moves. And you, 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 it, it's a teaching moment for, for us. And we, meaning us uh, the, currently talking in this interview, we appreciate those moments because we're, we're trying to break everything down and, and get really granular with what we're seeing uh, at the development side of things. And so uh, whether from the starting side or from a, from a bullpen perspective, it, it's, it's really one of those moments where uh, you know you're going to get guys that are going to come in, uh, throw strikes for the most part, and, uh, and try to close games out for you. And uh, when you've got some big boys coming out of there, uh, as you mentioned, uh, it, it, it's fun to know that you can shorten games up. And I think that's uh, part of it is the uh, the key to the success that these guys have had. Now, we've had some big games where offensively, uh, they haven't been out of games too often. And if they get down early, it seems like the offense has been able to help them out and, and chip away uh, and get back into games. So it's a, it's a really good combination right now. So you played minor league ball as well. What what has it been like to watch these six game series? And have you gotten used to that yet, or do you think the players will ever get used to that? Uh, I think they're going to have to get used to it. I think it's <laughs> one of those things that we're we're probably going to see that uh, going into the future because uh, I think it just helps from a from a travel standpoint. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I, I'm you know I'm used to the having been in the big leagues for the last eighteen years, the old you know two to four game series and on to the next. So it. I think from a development side of things, you probably don't like the fact that you're facing the same guys over and over again with, uh, uh, you know, the, the same organization. Uh, also from a, from a, from a pitching side of things, if you get a couple of games where you blow up and you've got to kill your pitching staff, then you still have four more games to have to deal with in that stretch before you get to the next off day. So that's, I think that's a, a little bit more difficult, but I think overall, I think it's working I think I like the mutual off day uh, throughout, whether it's Monday or Thursday, whatever the case may be. Uh, but I, I, I definitely like that opportunity for these guys to to kind of decompress and and know that uh, you know they're, they're going to be someplace for a full week for the most part. I don't I don't like our schedule this year, or I haven't liked it because it's so front loaded. Um, you know, we just played two weeks at home, off for a week. Now going to come back for another two weeks at home. Uh, from a business perspective, it's not all that great for us because uh, a good chunk of that happened in May. But, you know, 2021 is one of those years where we just look at it from the standpoint of uh, survive in advance and uh, just make the most of it and kind of build some momentum going into August and September and then uh, into the 2022 season. Yeah, the schedule's definitely been odd up here in Amarillo. The Sod Poodles, I believe, up until last night had only played six home games. So it's, it's, it's been odd. And in talking with some of the players, we've had Bubba Thompson and Josh Towers and we had Curtis Terry on last week and the oddity it's uh, having to face the same guys over and over and over. It's, it's, it's odd, but it, they, they, they think it's fun because they're getting to adjust to one another two, three times in a series. So, we, you know, you see a pitcher and he brings this at you and, and you, you you do well against him the next time he adjusts to you. And then the third time you got to adjust back to him. So it's kind of that they enjoy that cat and mouse part of it. But um, yeah, uh, no, for sure. Yeah. And uh, so to, to, to wrap it up here, we always leave uh, the most difficult, difficult questions for last. And Ben always has me do this because I'm the only one comfortable enough to do it. Um, <laughs> so you were our first guest of the year and it was, a uh, it was very brief, very, very shortly after you got the, got the job down there. 
that couple of weeks, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so we were wondering, when is the Ranger report going to be on Frisco's payroll for giving y'all such good, <laughs> good baseball vibes going into the season? <laughs> well, if I can get a, uh, if I, if I can actually justify a return on investment, I'm happy to do that. Uh, Chuck Greenberg's always said that he's not afraid to spend a dollar if he can make two on it. So we're happy to put you on the payroll, but you better be able to produce some, uh, some revenue via ticket sales. <laughs> that is fantastic. Victor. We can promise to do our best. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you asked the question. I answered it honestly, man. <laughs> I think you'll get from me is full transparency. Uh, we like it. We love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.